0: Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent
1: residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hello, and welcome to The Short Stuff. Uh, I'm Josh, and there's Chuck. And I said hello with a silent H at the end, which means <laughs> I just said something in palindrome. I
0: love palindromes, as it turns out.
1: I, yeah, I do, too. I think They're it's pretty fun. neat. The one that gets me is when somebody's like, this number's a palindrome. I just wrote I don't, I don't, it out.
0: Yeah, I don't get that. It's
1: like, that doesn't count. Maybe if it's a date or something that you don't have any control over, then yeah, it'd be a palindrome. But just anybody who's into numbers that are palindromes, be quiet. Be quiet once and for all.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you said that because this article even from HowStuffWorks.com says... Some numbers are palindromes like one eight zero zero eight one. Right. Like, like this one that I just wrote out. <laughs> Any number. <laughs> exactly. Ugh.
1: Fifty-four that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're not gonna give another breath to that stupidness. No, we're not instead we're gonna talk about real palindromes, which is a, a word, a phrase, a poem even as we'll see, um, that can be said the same four words or backwards and apparently it comes from a little bit of greek who like the palindromes
0: yes the word uh, palin means back or again Mm -hmm. and dromos means running or moving so it's a word or phrase that's running back on itself Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm even going to go so far for me as to say i only like palindromes that are literal the letters backwards and forwards like they make the case in here like some phrases like night after night I'm like, no.
1: Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Okay. I prefer that as well. I like the I like the the letters back and forth and that's that. But I will say my eyes were open to that by this okay. article. Fair enough. So the first palindrome, like I said, the uh, the Greeks liked it. Actually, it turns out the Romans did. But the Romans model a lot of their society, if not all of it, on the ancient Greeks. So it's possible they ripped them off and that the Romans just happened to be the first ones to mention it. But the first palindrome comes from 70 CE, um, and it's in Latin. Chuck, do you want to take a crack at it?
0: Sator, arepo, tenet, opera, rotas.
1: Poof. You just turned me into a tree. <laughs> it's very it lovely. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what it's saying in Latin. Like we Americans <laughs> say, all Latin, like a, we're in a Harry Potter movie.
0: Yeah, like uh, Evil Dead. Clatu Verrata
1: <laughs> That's a uh, day the Earth stood still. No. Yes, it is. It's the Evil Dead. Uh, my friend. Then they stole it from the the day the Earth stood still because that is the the. I don't even remember what it was. Klaatu, Farada, Nictu. Yeah. That's from The Day the Earth Stood, so I promise.
0: Right. Well, then they they ganked it in Evil Dead, which is better.
1: I think it was more an homage. Probably so. Okay.
0: But to hear it come out of Bruce Campbell's mouth, is sure. that's the money shot.
1: <laughs> Man, they really went off the rails on those movies, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, they're making another one, I think. When? I don't know, like a, a Bruce Campbell one, like a sequel to Army of Darkness.
1: Oh, boy, that's going to be great. Yeah, can't wait. Okay, so what did that um that palindrome you said mean?
0: It means the sower arepo holds the wheel with effort or the sower arepo leads with his hands uh, with his hand the plow.
1: Nothing that matters at all to any of us alive today, but I'm sure back in the day the Romans were like that. Is, that Pretty one high. really spoke to me, you know yeah. what I mean? But it it goes to show that like wordplay has been around for almost as long as words you know
0: yeah totally
1: and Chuck um, it wasn't just the ancient Romans who were into it that, that uh, love of it has survived and I say we uh, pick up with the modern day after taking a short break what do you think let's do it okay all right game off All right, we're back. And by modern day, of course, I mean the 1630s. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the first mention of
0: palindromes in English is in Camden's Remains by John uh, Philippot from 1636. Mm -hmm. Uh, Palindromes are those where the syllables are saying backward and forward. So, alblata at alba si numi immunis.
1: Very nice.
0: Which means secluded but pure. Give me my fee, and I warrant you free.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, which is great that you have a palindrome that also rhymes, because that's not necessarily part and parcel with it, no. you know? Um, Philippot was just showing off. But you'll note that he's an English speaker, and he wrote an English-speaking book, Camden's Remains, but it was still in Latin. Hence the whole Klaatu-Varada tone to Chuck's reading of it. That's right. It's not until 1706 that we find the first written English palindrome in an English dictionary called the New World of Words or Universal English Dictionary. And this is as follows. Lewd did I live, and evil did I dwell. That's a good one. Yeah, there's a couple problems with it. One, they had to drop off the second L and dwell to make it the the reverse of lewd. And then there's also the whole and in the middle of it, which is not part of a palindrome. It's not a palindrome itself, and it kind of screws up the whole palindrome. But because it was the beginning of the 18th century, everybody kind of chose to overlook the and part.
0: That's right. Uh, then we can skip the part about numbers being palindromes because <laughs> that's just rage-inducing.
1: Well, no the date makes sense. So 12021 is a palindrome. January 20th, 2021 was yeah. a palindrome day, I'll that's buy that. That's worth mentioning, you know. We'll take that.
0: But give me your uh, eye opening with the thing like night after night, which just sort of makes me mad too.
1: So there's a there's a really neat poem that I hadn't heard of until um I ran across it in this article by James A Linden called Doppelganger, and it is itself a palindrome like where you can actually um, read it from, you could go to the very end and read it, mm-hmm. or you can go to the beginning and read it, and it's going to be the same. So you don't read the actual words, like the word itself backwards, but you read the order of the words backwards and forwards, and the whole thing hinges on um, the the phrase night after night which is pretty, it's a pretty awesome poem to tell you the truth. Let me just read you the, the middle part where it hinges and I think you'll be properly blown away, okay? Okay. I puzzled over it, hiding alone, watching the woman as she neared the gate. He came and I saw him crouching, night after night, night after night. He came and I saw him crouching, watching the woman as she neared the gate. I puzzled over it, hiding alone. And it's just like the, the poem starts out and then it's Gets to night after night and then goes back. It's like a it's it swings on a hinge. It's really mm. neat. I it's, like it. I like it too. It's not one of your perfect proper palindromes or anything, but it's still pretty cool. So here's
0: my thing is I started kind of diving into this online and found out that there A is a documentary called The Palindromists. Okay. Uh, which I didn't watch, but I did watch the trailer, which was fun enough and kind of gave me enough insight in two minutes.
1: That sounds like a crew that Hodgman would hang out with. (laughs)
0: Yeah, probably so. Um, But it covered in part the uh, palindrome championships, which is basically where they get palindrome enthusiasts together at a hotel ballroom. And they say, you've got nine, they have three constraints. They didn't mention the constraints in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have 90 minutes to write out original palindromes. And then the audience, a live audience votes. And Weird Al is in it. He's a palindromist. Um, uh, Danica McKellar, Winnie from uh, Wonder Years is one. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, she wrote like a science or, no, a math book. Oh, really? Textbook, yeah.
0: Well, do you know what she also wrote? What? Tons of UFO snot.
1: What is that? It's a palindrome. Oh, that's a good one. Okay.
0: Uh, Weird Al wrote this one. Oozy rat in a sanitary zoo. That's a good one. Okay. I so, think Danica wins so far. My deal with these is once I started kind of seeing this community is not only do I love a palindrome, but I like an original one that someone can invent that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a collection of words.
1: Like, uh, do geese see God?
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> it does.
0: Uh, here was another one from the documentary. Uh, Gerda Boston's IQ is not so bad, Reg.
1: <laughs> mm, that's a good one. Wow. Whose was that?
0: Uh, just a contestant. No one famous.
1: <laughs> Lloyd Benson? <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's see. How about, um, I got another one. Uh, Go deliver a dare, vile dog. That's a good one. It doesn't make sense, but it's pretty great. Well, and, and by make sense, it just, it
0: just it, it's a sentence and not just a collection of words.
1: What about don't nod? It's perfect.
0: Or taco cat, the classic taco cat.
1: Taco Cat's good. Or there's another one with a cat, too. Was it a car or a cat I saw?
0: That's a good one. Uh, I've got another one from that trailer. Uh, Mr. Owl ate my metal worm. Okay, what else? And then, go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. <laughs> <laughs> Whose is that? Uh, that was a guy named John Agee. Um, but just the sheer joy. These these are sort of like... Um, Uh, crossword puzzle enthusiasts, like just people who really get Mm -hmm. into words. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just couldn't get enough of it. I'm going to try and find the whole documentary. Um, I did see in February 2002, there was a computer scientist named Peter Norvig who used a computer program to break the record for the quote, longest palindrome sentence, Mm -hmm. which was 17,000 plus words. Whoa. it's just a computer program putting together a bunch of words.
1: Oh yeah, that doesn't count And I see, I see. Yeah, that's...
0: But they said that... He's the world record holder, and I was like, come on, man.
1: Maybe in the future, but, you know. <laughs> John Agee, by the way, is a um, children's book author. Oh. Uh, a beloved one, according to the Penguin Random House website.
0: Very cool. I also found the longest word is a Finnish palindrome, mm-hmm. which has, uh, I think, 19 letters, S-A-I-P-P-U. Well, well, I can't say it. Well, come try on. To. Uh, sapua pius.
1: You just a, converted me back into a, a boy.
0: It's a dealer in lie, apparently. Like a, a soap oh. lie.
1: Oh, okay. A, a lie seller.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay. Um, one last thing uh, Yumi always talks about this guy that she dated that used to mess with people. And um, whenever palindromes came up, he'd say, Yeah, my favorite one is Penis Sniper. And just wait for them to like go over it in their head. And they'd be like, wait, that's not a palindrome.
0: But you're sitting there thinking, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, is, I think yeah. this last one was pretty funny to me just because it was, well, two of them to me are very funny because they're so basic. One is Stella won no wallets. Mm, that's good. At the big wallet uh, competition. Sure. And then this guy's like a, clearly a citrus street vendor. No lemon, no melon.
1: I like that one, too. It's um, The word melon itself has a nice round feeling to it. I love the word melon. Yeah. And lemon, too, just because it's evocative of that beautiful color, too. Yeah, agreed. That might be my favorite one now. No lemon, no melon? Yeah. But I like how you say it as well. No lemon, no melon. That's right. Only pineapple. So uh, we could probably sit here for the next two hours doing these. Should we just cut this short?
0: Well, we'll stop recording, and then you and I will just continue to do it on our own.
1: All right. All right. Well, to the rest of you, see you guys later, because short stuff is out.
2: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.